Parshas Vayeshev, Kislev, 5781, 2020. So in the end of Parsha, we see how Yosef was in jail. And there was the Sarah Mashkim and Sarah Ophim, the uh, head butler and head baker, who were there also. They had dreams. Yosef interpreted their dreams, and he interpreted the dream of the Sarah Mashkim favorably, that he would return to uh, Paro's court to once again serve as the Sarah Mashkim. And Yosef told him the meaning of his dream, that he would go back, and he also added in, please... Remember me, he said. Get me out of this uh, this prison, this dungeon. He said, "He's Kartani El Paro." I'm sorry, go back. Pasu Yadalik. He says, If you will remember me, the Kartani Itcha. Kasherita Vloch. As I did good for you. And I did now with you Chesed kindness. He's Kartani El Paro. You will mention me to Paro. He says, "And get me out of this house, this prison." Why? Because I was kidnapped from the land of the Jews. Here also I did nothing, Yosef says, that they, that they put me here in this pit, in this um, uh, dungeon. He asked the Saramashim to help him. Okay. Saramashim did go free. He went back to Paro. And he said in Pasuk of Kimmel, the Saramashim did not remember Yosef, did not mention him to Paro. And he forgot him. Okay, so the Saramashim did not do what he, uh, uh, what he, what he was asked. So, Rashi says, um, Remember Bobayom that day he would, did not uh, do it. You have to remember him. And he forgot him. Rashi says, because Yosef depended on him on the Saramashim to mention him to remember him. Who's Goliath's author stays on him? He would need, Yosef needed to stay in the prison for two more years. Shemar Ashriya Gever. Happy, fortunate, or happy is the man. That puts his trust in Hashem. And he does not turn to others. And turn to the Mitzrayim who called Rahav. What was Yosef's mistake over here? He should have trusted in Hashem and not trusted in the Saramashkim. So we have to wonder here because. If somebody really truly is in big, big trouble, stuck in a prison, in a jail, Yosef had no idea if he's going to be there for a week, a month, or for the rest of his life. He really did not have any knowledge or any hope, any reason to go free. It wasn't like they had a, a sentence that he knew he was going to go free. He didn't know anything. And here he has the Sarah Mashkim right here. Now you got to understand, the Sarah Mashkim we, 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 and the Sarah Ophim, we picture it as there was a, a, like, a, like a butler, like a menial worker who would be like the waiter who brought the wine to Paro. But it's a lot more than that. The Sarah Mashkim really was the head of all the butlers. He was the one who handed the food to the king, his drink, his, uh, his wine. And whoever gives food to the king must be the most trusted servant in the whole entire kingdom. Because he's the one who can poison the king te- technically. And if he's out to rebel against the king, he can get it done. So, therefore, you have to understand that this was not, this was a high profile prison.
prisoner here, very high profile. He's like the right-hand man to the king. Yosef says to him, you will go back to be standing next to Paro once again, handing him his drink. And while you're there, please mention me. So this is an um, opportunity of a lifetime, right? Someone's stuck in prison. And who lands in the prison? The, the vice president or the secretary of state. Somebody who's really way up there in the government who definitely can get the word into the king, definitely can get the job done. So any of us, it would be almost like a question why we didn't say anything. If we were stuck in prison and we, we needed help and Hashem sent us the right shaliach, why not? So the truth is is that as far as his shtadlers go, as far as our effort, Yosef did the right thing. Okay? Yosef did the right thing. So where was the mistake? Okay. The mistake was is that what, what, who he trusted. Okay, um, Rav Victor Miller said that we act when we do do acts of ishtadlus. Rav Victor Miller said, we must act and do ishtadlus as if we are in charge. We have to do everything we need to do as if we have control. Somebody's sick, you got to get the best doctor. Somebody needs a job, got to work hard and make a good resume and get all the interviews you can, do everything you can. But while you're doing it, we must believe that the result has nothing to do with our actions. As Hashem decided if we will get that job, if the person will have a four shlema, the person get out of prison, Hashem is the one who is going to decide whether it happens. But our job, our achirov, our obligation is to make um, hishtadlus, to, uh, to, uh, to do whatever we can to um, protect ourselves. There's a marshal, there was a, a, a man who was, uh, who was uh, let's say, he was, there's going to be a big, uh, major hurricane and flood coming to his town. And he hears about it. He hears in the news. Uh, somehow he hears on the news that there's a big, big flood coming. And they made an announcement that all the uh, people in this town should evacuate, should get out of there before the flood comes. Well, he's sitting in his house and he says, I have betochen in Hashem. I trust Hashem that I don't have to do anything. So... What does he do? He just sits there. And then he's uh, sitting in his house looking out the window and he hears uh, 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 police cars driving around making announcements to the, uh, to the town. Everyone evacuate, evacuate. Within you know, a few hours it's going to be dangerous to stay here. He's looking out the window. A police car comes by and sees him there and says, Hello, hello, hello. Did you hear the announcement? You're supposed to get out of the city. You're supposed to evacuate. He says, No, no, I trust in God. I'll be okay. And the man severely offers that, No, you've got to get out of here. And then he leaves. Then, a little bit after that, somebody calls him on the phone. Let's say his relative who lives in another city. He says, Hello, hello. Did you hear? Where are you now? Where are you staying? He said, I'm in my house. He said, what are you doing in your house? Did you hear there's a big storm coming? Don't you know that you're supposed to evacuate? He said, no, I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I have the tochon. I trust in Hashem that I'll be okay. He said, yeah, but you're supposed to do your childless and go. No, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll be okay. So he stays right where he is. Next thing you know, uh, 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 the, rain, the rain is starting to come down a little bit. And he's still looking out the window. Another police car comes by and says, yells at him and says, now he's yelling at everybody. He said, get out of here, get out of here, get into the car, I'll take you away, I'll help you. And he says, no, it's okay. And they, 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 they want to force him, but they don't. And he, he says right where he is. Next thing he knows, the, the, the water is starting to really come down. The rain is coming down and the, the, the house is starting to flood on the first floor. And he runs up to the second floor, looking out the window. And he sees a, uh, outside the window, he's looking out the window and uh, somebody comes by in a, in a boat. And somebody's driving, you know, riding in this boat, a motorboat, and says, Hey, 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 hello, hello, I'm trying to rescue anybody who gets stuck. Come on, get on the boat and let's go. He says, no, 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 I don't need, I don't need any help. I'm, I have your style. I 
betochen in Hashem, that I'm going to be okay, I don't need your help, it's okay, no thank you, and they yell at him, but, but he doesn't want to go, doesn't want to go, doesn't want to go. The second floor gets flooded, now he's on the third floor, he climbs out uh, uh, by his roof, and he's there, and it's raining, and a helicopter comes, and the helicopter comes, slows down, lets down a, a ladder, says, quickly, get on, get on, we'll take you to safety. He says, no, 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 I have a token on Hashem, I'm not going to get on, I'm okay, I'll be fine. And then, the, the, the rain really starts to come down, and he gets flooded away, and he passes away and drowns. He comes to the next world. He comes to Olam Emes, and as I said to Hashem, Hashem, I don't understand. I had so much betochen. I trusted in you. I trusted in you. Why, did I, why, why, did, why didn't I survive? And Hashem says, what do you mean? First I sent you a message on the news. Then I had the police car come by. Then I had a, ro- a motorboat come by to pick you up. Then we sent you a helicopter. We sent you so many chances for you to get save yourself. Why didn't you save yourself? So, how do we contrast it with Yosef? Because it's our job, once again, to do everything we have to do. While we're doing it, we say, Enod Milvado, Hashem, I trust in you, that you are the only one to, that you are the only one that can help me. But you've got to do everything you have to do. Now, of course, there is a fine line there, because a person with a lot of betachon could do a little less ishtadlus. Okay, a person could say, I could do the minimal ishtadlus, and that will be enough for me. In other words, don't get carried away with it. And everybody, according to his madrega, will do his ishtadlus. It could be that Joseph, on his madrega, could have had just had betachon and Hashem, and that would have been enough. But again, on his madrega, and no one should really, none of us should claim to be in such a madrega that we don't have to do what we have to do. But of course, you know, when someone needs something, first thing we say is. Enod Milvado, I trust in Hashem, I trust in Hashem. And then, of course, we can investigate and try to figure out what he should tell us, what do we have to do in order to save ourselves.